Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Welcome, Shuler. everyone, to Conversations with Ask Ash. I am very excited because this is a dynamic season. We are talking about the power of team. And so I am bringing on so many cool people, leaders with their teams, all talking about team dynamics, how they grew, are growing their business, and everything in between. So we're going to have a lot of fun today. And I have one of the, what should I call this particular team? I want to say they're like soldiers in the uh, in the in the process documentation project management world. Uh, this is process driven. We have Layla, Shandy, and Jen. They're joining me from process driven. I'm very excited, and I'm going to have this conversation with them. All things process driven. All things you know, growing the massive YouTube channel, um, all things uh, in between ClickUp. We're going to have such a fun time. It's going to be great. And so I'm going to first kick it off with Layla. What's happening, Layla? Oh, not much. I mean, besides fighting with technology, which (laughs) as we talked about beforehand, I'm having a pretty good day. I'm excited to be here, Ashley. This is so good. So good. What's happening, Shandy? Hi. How are you? Doing well? I'm good. How are you? I'm super excited to be here. This is going to be fun. And Jen, what's happening? Yes, I'm excited to be here. Um, when Layla sent us the invite, I was I was excited that um, she said that you wanted to include us and the team on your um, on your show. So I'm excited to be here and answer all your burning questions and get a little peek behind the curtain of you know how things roll here. On oh team man, all the things roll at Team Process Driven. So I want to know from the perspective of your um, your website, which you know, okay, first of all, I feel like I am. We are in the metaverse first of all uh, <laughs> with the process driven website you guys have to go to it and we'll plug it in the show notes but one of the things i love about the mission and i want to hear from each of you about how it resonates with you so it says uh, we are going to fundamentally change how millions of small businesses think about process so what does that exactly mean can you break that down layla sure so I think the premise behind this business and what it's really developed into is, you know, you called us process soldiers. I mean, that's probably way cooler than what we actually are. But it's it's taking back this idea of process as being this boring, corporate, bureaucratic thing and making process democratic, creative, and freeing. And to make process something that people actually want to use, know how to use, we need to change the conversation about how people perceive the world, the world of process, how people implement the world of process, how people can actually systemize their business in a way that's compatible with small team operations. Um, So for me, that mission is all about just kind of changing our fundamental understanding at a very massive scale because we have humble ambitions here. Um, And that's kind of where the mission falls for me is really changing the fundamental understanding of the entire uh, small business community in the entire world, uh, starting with us. <laughs> I love it. Leading, leading the way to change. How about you, Jen? Um, yeah, I think it's just been great to see, um, even just, you said the, the website itself has transformed um, recently at what, within the past, you know, two months, I don't know, everything's a whirlwind these days where um, things are, are constantly improving um, you know, internally with the team, externally with the products that we offer, you know, we just launched a brand new um, platform. Um, we can talk about that little surprise um, at some point if Layla wants to dive down that rabbit hole. But I've just been excited to see our members get excited about process, which is boring. <laughs> I mean, just, let's just be honest, it's boring. But seeing the conversations from those members in Slack where they have the aha moment or it just clicks or they finally realize that I took 12 minutes to write down this process so that I can let someone else do it. Or I can document these 12 things and outsource to a VA. And just having that level of freedom that comes with extracting all of the knowledge that's trapped in your brain 
and putting it out into the real world has been really um, awesome to see those transformations as well. Yeah, that's super cool. Like all the things that are trapped in our brains, like we could be here for some time to talk about and what needs to be documented. I love that. Shandy, what, um, in terms of the mission, how does that resonate with you? Um, it's really interesting because I think working directly with Layla, I feel like I even have almost like processes and SOPs for like my personal life because she's just like so on point about it. And like everything is just so systemized and like so just easy to follow And so it's just been really, really cool to see not only things grow in the membership, but also things kind of grow behind the scenes and like see us become like more and more systemized or like find a way that like works better for us. And we're like, oh, this is awesome. We should pass it on to our membership and like show them this new cool thing that we found, you know? So it's really been cool just to kind of like watch us grow as the membership has grown. And it's kind of just been this collective growth that's been really, really cool to see. I love that. Yeah. There's some really cool things going about the membership, but you know, you know, the folks may not know about the process of membership, you know, and the thing about what I love about this group, and but I really want, you know, Layla and you guys to, you know, talk about even just the beginning stages of it. Um, but I love, it's like a little playground in there for me uh, because I love to be able to see what all of the members inside are working on. There, Some people are newbies, some people are vets, um, some people are, you know, I'm sort of new, but not, but they are figuring out what they need and how it should be done. How should the work be done? How should I manage this? How should I manage that? So let's break down process driven and the origins did it, how did all that come? How did all that come about? <laughs> oh man, I guess I can start and then Jen, you can quickly jump in because that's kind of the progression of, and then Shandy, if you want to jump in towards the next chapter. Um, so Process Driven started as a virtual assistant business uh, with the promise of helping you outsource your office work <laughs> and literally just execute tasks. That's, that was me. It was a one woman show of executing tasks. And uh, as Ashley, you and I have talked about in the past, how the role of a VA sometimes really puts a constraint on how much you can do. Um, I found myself going beyond the role of a VA multiple times again and again by starting to build systems for the things I was hired to do. And reflecting on what I was doing, I realized I was systemizing myself out of a job as a VA. And what I was doing was more valuable than just doing the task. And I could charge for that systemization. So it went from VA to do task to VA to systemize tasks. And then all of a sudden I realized the systemization thing, people really need help. (laughs) And so expanded a little bit beyond that into a service that became system up. Ashley, I think that's about when you and I met was around that age of for us when it was systemization intensives. And uh, that's about when Jen joined the team uh, in those early days of one-on-one service providing about helping people define their customer journey, build systems around that. Uh, Jen, am I missing anything about that phase in terms of? No, no. We we basically, we taught them how to systemize their business by documenting their processes and then using a software. And at the beginning, I don't think it was all ClickUp. I think we kind of cherry picked. We took their whole scenario, or we, I say Layla, took their whole scenario into account and said, okay, based on your company that does this with this many people, we would recommend that you use this CRM, Mm -hmm. this project management, and this whatever service. And then um, the further and further along we got in that journey with working on one-to-one clients, we kind of, I guess, Layla kind of went all in on the ClickUp bandwagon. And then it just became enabling ClickUp for new um, system up clients. And then that was kind of the, the progression where we had to teach them how to use ClickUp. And that's kind of where the how to click up course was um, formed. You know, we, we built that from the ground up, you know, in ClickUp tasks and, you know, go to settings and turn off email because, you know, do not pass go, do not collect $200, go and turn right. off your email settings because you will be completely overwhelmed with email notifications if you don't do that right away. And you're going to hate whoever tells you that you need to use ClickUp if you don't do that on the first day. Um, and then it transitioned into the membership kind of 
how did I don't remember how did the membership it's all kind of a blur because you know 2020 happened and you know it's it's all kind of a blur on how it, it morphed into the we we backed away from the one-on-one to the membership based um I can fill in that gap actually this is the fun part about it collective memory um so when we were doing the systemization the system ups again and again uh we developed kind of steps that we took someone through and we're like man this is like almost like a book this is almost like a course someone could just take. How interesting. Um, and in that course, like Jen said, we had like a, here's how to use ClickUp. And actually, initially, all we created was a course of how to systemize your business in ClickUp. And it was called Clicking Up back in the day. So it went from system up to clicking up because we focused just on ClickUp. We were not very original with naming. And um, only after about six months of launching that, we realized, oh, this whole learning how to use ClickUp thing could really be broken out. And so it went from just one big old course slash membership to a membership and a mini course. And we kind of developed from there because uh, one-on-one, we just kept booking out. Um, so it was like we were booked out, I think, four or five months at one point. And it was just ridiculous. It was, it was a lot of work. We couldn't keep up with it. And we realized that a lot of the stuff we were teaching was just getting repeated. Like there was a point where it was like, Jen, what do we always say about this? And then Jen would just know and be able to rattle through or we'd have templated responses for every possible question. And we realized like this service delivery is so systemized. The issues that people are facing is so consistent that I think we've started to find something that could be productized more than just a productized service. Oh yeah. No, that's so, that's super cool. Uh, but I love that aspect of being able to see what the patterns are. All right. You see the patterns. Okay. So what's that next step now in terms of the group, because you have the whole nation in there or half the nation, but I think that's probably where Shandy comes in, right. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of that, in terms of growing the community, can we talk about that? Like, let's talk, talk about what, what does that look like? Because everyone has a group, but then, how do you find the people, you know what I'm saying? Like that are going, that, that click with your mission. Shandy, do you want to talk a bit? I feel like this like goes into YouTube, but then the Facebook group and then oh, yeah. services. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it kind of varies, you know, we have, I think YouTube is definitely our main source of like getting Layla's face out there. You know what I mean? And like getting people to like know who she is and what she does. And then, you know, and in the Facebook group and people are asking questions, we can direct them to a U- any YouTube video basically to answer any question. And so it's kind of this mixed bag. And so I think most people come to the group to ask those specific questions because that's kind of that, they get that kind of feeling of like maybe a one-on-one in a sense that like, you know, we're replying with answers and we're kind of directing them where they need to go. Um, but it's been really, really cool just to kind of see that grow kind of simultaneously and, and just kind of see how, you know, how people have found us, you know, it's, it's been really, really interesting to see. That's really cool. I love that. And so even with the YouTube channel, what in terms of into your strategies, you talked, um, definitely you have a video out there about kind of like how you have the journey, like on documenting Mm -hmm. that but when was that decision Layla about like let me just go all in on the channel like when were you when were you really like I I need to do this so I have actually have a video talking through some of the key dates but I think the pivotal moment which Jen was you might remember this Jen um was back when COVID started uh we lost I think two one to two I always forget the number but like a major account um and just all of a sudden I had a bunch of time free and um, because we are a one-on-one service provider, you know, we were only serving two to six clients a month, depending on where we were and the size of the client. So when one or two drops, uh, we had a lot of time. And so I decided to just use the time. And I don't know, I expected 100 views. And honestly, in my budget, because um, I knew eventually ads would come in through YouTube, I was like, ah, eventually I'm going to earn $5 a month via YouTube ads. That'll be really nice. Yeah. That was the number I had for the first year. I thought that's what to expect. No, it, no, it wasn't. It was. I have it still in, in drive, guys. Oh, that that's that's good. That gave me that gave me a good chuckle, Layla. I love it. I love it. But you you took the classic. You know, uh, twenty twenty was the year of the pivot. And, you know, out of, you know, I don't want to say being backed into a corner, but saying, okay, well, I can sit here and, you know, sulk and be sad that I lost, you know, two big clients, or 
I can take these, you know, 16 hours of time that I would have dedicated to those two clients and just really lean into, you know, content, which is the other buzzword of, of the millennia is content and content and content. Um, you know, the, what's the Gary V saying, jab, 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 right hook. So, um, you just leaned into it at seemingly the worst, but the best time. And it just clicked right. unintended. <laughs> and that's, that's really good. And, you know, and I, I think what I really love about the videos is that they are that really like niche specific. So if you're looking for the one thing, then you go straight to that. Talk to us even more about like, you know, the aspect of like the workflows, but even let me, let's, let's back up a bit because even with your team members, Layla, with Jen, with Jen and Shani, like, you know, you guys coming into the fold and, and learning process, like Layla, were you doing a lot of training or did, did both of them, did Jen and Jen and Shani, did both of you guys like know how to do stuff? Like, was it, you know, or how, how did that all work? Yeah. Let's start there. Let's start. How did all that kind of work? <laughs> Um, I'll just jump in and say before I um, started working with Layla, um, until I think I filled out my application, I had not even heard of Same. ClickUp. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so, and I, and I use that um, personal experience to, you know, kind of encourage and pump up our, our newer members. Like, look, I came to work with Layla at Process Driven and I literally knew zero about ClickUp. And here we are today and I can point you in the right direction of any resource. And if it doesn't exist, I'm going to drop a feature request link for you to upvote and, you know, kind of go that format. But the, the systems that Layla already had in place to teach were perfect. You know, here, go and do these 10 things and learn how to use ClickUp and learn how to use this. And, you know, the SOP, how to you know, update your email signature in Gmail. While incredibly simple, if it's not written down, Layla and I would have to have a one-to-one and then she would have to say, okay, Jen, now we're going to go and you're going to log into Gmail and then we're going to go to your settings. And I won't bore you with the rest right. of the, the process, but we have that written down. So when, even now, when we have new team members, they have an onboarding process that they go through. Okay. Do these, you know, 10 or 12 or however many different tasks and, you know, literally working real life exercises to get them up to speed to learn ClickUp and set up Gmail and log into Missive and check out all the other different softwares and platforms that we use internally with, I would say, little handholding from Layla, which I think it speaks to her proficiency as a leader and um, boss, you know, in, in the. Oh, I love that. So you had a, you had a university inside of uh, the the company. I just love that. That's so, that's super cool. And is the same for you, Shandy, where you, you know, you came in, did you know a little bit about ClickUp? Um, no. So Layla actually found me on Facebook randomly (laughs) and it just kind of worked out. And I think what's so funny about like my kind of learning curve was I didn't know anything about ClickUp for sure, but she kind of threw me in to do the transcripts for all of the videos. And so I have watched every single video that she has. And I, I joke about this all the time that like I hear her in my head just like because I've seen every video. And so um, that was kind of like honestly how I learned everything was just like going back and watching the videos that we wanted to now add blogs to or that we wanted to do a social post for that we wanted to like revamp in some way. And so mine has sort of been kind of this like deep dive into the free content. And that's honestly how I've learned everything that I know. And then also like piggybacking off of what Jen said, like the SOPs were there and they were good and they were clear. And, you know, it's actually prompted us to write good ones for like the people that we, you know, other people on the team too. And so I think honestly, that's like such a big importance for her is just like making sure that we can explain what we do to someone else. And if for whatever reason we can't do our job, somebody else could a hundred percent jump right in and do it for us, you know? And so I think that that's, it's just really cool. Like in comparison to just like other people that I've worked for, it's so different and it's such a breath of fresh air. It really is. 
And I and I love that aspect of just being able to again you're you're writing these SOPs uh, you you all are learning and then it's also like like you said if you got sick someone needed to come and step in they're like okay well Shani would do this for the YouTube channel and then mm-hmm. they would know exactly what to do and I right. think that's 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 wonderful because that then frees up you all to focus on other types of superpowers other maybe other type of different aspects of <laughs> of 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 the of the business so when. One of the um, things that I thought that was really interesting, Layla, when we were on, we were like, what were we doing? Uh, YouTube channel interview with uh, Ask Evie. That's what we were doing, like way back when. We were talking about team meetings. We were talking about um, that. Can you give us a sneak peek? Because we, uh, you know, Layla and I were on the same page about making things meaningful about meetings. I'm very passionate about people coming to meetings and not feeling like their time is wasted. Like not, not just having like a checklist, so to speak, right. Of just like, Oh, I just did this or that. How was your approach to team meetings and how you all conducted? I would say this has been a, this has been a challenging area. Um, something we're still definitely learning what worked when it was three of us doesn't work when there's seven of us. Um, Right now, our, our process is basically that we have two different types of meetings, or I guess there's like three different types, each with their own agenda tailored to what the purpose of that meeting is. Um, I would say the most common meeting is our team meetings, which are broken out by two halves of the business, front end and back end. And, you know, we go over key metrics and then basically we discuss things. Uh, there's a few other steps in that agenda to begin with, but mainly the emphasis is that it is a place for discussion. And particularly with newer team members, that's one of the hardest things to teach them, that this is not a place to, you know, share an idea as much as we love ideas, uh, not the place to, to spitball typically in a meeting, unless that's the purpose of it. Um, if you're just like, oh, by the way, I had this idea or I had this thought. Um, oftentimes we find meetings get derailed by going down meandering paths, which sometimes we love, but oftentimes the best use of a meeting for us is to figure something out, uh, solve an issue. Um, maybe there's something that we're totally stuck on. And yes, in that case, brainstorming a solution is necessary. But in my view, at least, most meetings are there to solve a problem of some kind. And while we have you know, certain meetings that are for different purposes, that's the bulk of them. Um, but I will say the most important to meeting to me has progressively gone away from our team meetings, because while those are pivotal for everybody, for me, the one-on-one meetings has become really essential. So Um, Every direct report and supervisor, but also, I guess, other people who also collaborate, they meet together on a regular basis um, to review how their role is defined and how that relates to processes. And I think Jen and Shandy, I heard bits of it because my tech was weird, but I think they were both far too generous when they talked about the systems that were there when they joined. (laughs) On guilty bases, tell me as much. No. (laughs) There was definitely so many areas where I was like, Jen, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Let's write something down. And those conversations around process morphed both of these people's roles completely over the last six months and 12 months. And those one-on-one meetings are really times where we've designated space to talk about that. And to me, they're always the most important and exciting meeting because that's where we determine like, where do you want your role to go? What are you doing that's not a good use of your time? Um, Those kinds of things. So two different types of meetings there, but both important. No, and I, I I really like that because what you're essentially saying is that it's about the intention and the approach. And I think that's something that we all, um, whether you have your team member hat or your um, your entrepreneur CEO hat, it's the intention of the meeting. And then number two, it's also, especially with those one-on-ones, it's also looking at it from the perspective of not just your lens, but your other team member getting their feedback, getting their insight, seeing what needs to be changed. And I really love that because that gets everyone involved. And that also, I feel it also takes the pressure off, you know, to, you know, to think about like, okay, all right, like it's not all on me or like, 
all right, maybe what I had wasn't a great idea, but my team member had it. So whoo, <laughs> we, we, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, and I love that. I, I do want to uh, dive into this topic of, you know, content creation and like workflows and things, but even like from the perspective of who's handing off certain things when it comes to you pressing your button to record Layla for the YouTube channel and then it's just hands off. And then Shani takes it and she just makes her magic. Is that is that how it works? I'll tell you what it was before. Oh, and then yeah. Shandy, you want to tell about the magic? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you about the, the Yeah, the mess. yeah. And then how Shandy fixed the it. The mess before. Yeah, let's get into the mess before. <laughs> the mess before Shandy. Actually, no. I had I had several VAs before Shandy, but Shandy's the one that stuck because she's amazing. But um basically the flow was something like I created a video, I edited the video myself, I uploaded the video myself. I wrote the description of the video myself. I made sure I didn't miss any upload steps myself. And then I had one VA repurpose it into a few social media posts. That was the flow for most of the YouTube channel's existence. And it was an enormous amount of work. It was an enormous amount of stuff to keep track of. And even the content schedule was a full-time job. And eventually on Facebook, I found this random VA uh, named Shandy, who she's like, oh, I can handle content repurposing. And so she took that piece on. And then all of a sudden she was like, oh, I can also do that other thing. Or maybe I threw it at you, Shandy. How did that go? Because eventually everything has changed. Um, yeah, I think it was like, at first I was like getting your approval on like everything before I posted it. And then you were like, listen, you got it. You, I, you don't need me. Like, just do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that sounds great. And so then slowly but surely I was like, should I ask her? I think I'm just going to do it. And then I would just do it. And she'd be like, that looks great. And I'd be like, okay. And then it just kind of like snowballed into this thing where it was just like this team effort to where I was just like, oh, I can take that. Oh, I can take that. And then it just kind of got to where it was. Oh, I love that. When it comes to like finding messaging and tone, Shandy, how did you get the Layla voice or the Layla vision so that it's her like how did I mean how does that even how does that even work from your perspective um honestly it this sounds like such a cop-out but it's really just from watching her video so many times like I literally have seen so much content that I feel it's and it's not even I even kind of feel like maybe I haven't even quite gotten it just yet like I feel like it could be a little bit better just from like my perfectionist kind of standpoint but I really just think it's just talking to her and just listening to the videos and then we also have like a brand guide too to where you know that talks about you know we do or don't use these things or we say do not and not don't you know what I mean or something like that and so um it's kind of just been just a mixed effort of just trying to pin it down No, I think that's really good. It's just the evolution, right? Yeah. You know, you, you just keep iterating the process. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And so even with you, Jen, you know, handling the customer and the client experience. So you are, you said you mentioned the handholding um, aspect of it, right? And so in, in terms mm-hmm. of your role, like, are you, you know, just helping your members understand, like, you know, the sort of the perspective of process driven but also to the t of like helping them find their resources is that you know is that the main kind of thing in terms of how you kind of approach so yeah i would almost say that i'm kind of their cheerleader in in the in the membership like i'm the hand holder i'm the guide i'm the it's gonna be okay <laughs> person good. you know um, you know, my quote is, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was a good click up and just kind of giving them some, you know, little quick wins that makes them feel that they're not quite as overwhelmed because I, I think if I went back in my email and said, and just searched overwhelm, I think I would have, you know, several, because it's a lot, it's a lot to really just sit back. And I, you know, part of, um, you know, working on the team, I actually, I have a a business outside of process driven that I run with my husband. So I actually took my own business through that. And I was like, holy crap, this is a lot. (laughs) Like this is a lot. And I've had this business thing for a number of years. And, you know, I kind of put myself in the shoes of our, our new members and saying, okay, well, it's just me and my husband and I have to document it. And, um, you know, just, focusing on one small win 
and, and getting them to have just a, a small victory. And then they get motivation, like, okay, I can do this. And then they get excited. And then pointing them in the right direction of resources and help articles. And this YouTube video talks exactly about stacking templates. And here's, you know, this section of the course that talks about X, Y, and Z. And then we have the masterminds and the weekly reviews and all those other kind of touch points where they get to see our smiling faces all the time to know that we are real people and not just some, you know, person on the internet that wants to sell you a course and then you never see a real person. Like we genuinely care about their success. That's that's really good. And um, I'm curious even to know as well, like, what do you all think are the the common headaches that people do have with ClickUp? Like, what are some of the the common themes that you're seeing? Do we have enough time? (laughs) We do. We do. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I I will just jump in here and I know Layla has a a whole... um, dissertation on on ClickUp. But um, really the biggest struggle for people that are new to ClickUp is the caveat that it is so customizable that it's overwhelming, that they can change so many colors and they can have 1,200 folders and 600 lists, but they don't know what any of them mean and then they can't find anything. So, you know, it's great that you can have all of those customized, you know, pieces but then it doesn't do you any good. Mm, so there's too much customization right out the gate. That's true. It's very true. I Layla? would just add, I think people's greatest challenge with ClickUp is thinking that ClickUp is their solution. <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. just to be a little okay. salty on this one, Shandy faces this a whole lot on the front end, you know, making our content and our content calendar reflect this. But so often ClickUp is used to solve a process problem. <laughs> Or they'll join our process-driven membership and they'll be like, why aren't I setting up my ClickUp on day one? Because that's not going to do you any good unless the fundamentals are there. And I think, I mean, ClickUp's marketers need to market ClickUp as it's going to solve your problems. But I think we as business owners need to understand that it is a software. It is a tool. And if you put 600 lists in it, that doesn't make you more productive than if you put two lists in it. It's all about the actual process that you feed and you set up inside that tool, which doesn't get enough credit. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you agree, Shandy, just in terms Um, of? yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I think the other thing that I see, which may not be the biggest thing that people face, but I think it's something that I have really started to notice, like just working with Layla, is that that sort of idea that you can just put everything in there and you don't need any other software, you don't need any other program or anything. And I think, which uh, (laughs) probably like Layla could probably go back and forth as to like whether or not they actually are the, you know, have to replace them all. But I think I agree with her in the sense that they're not, you know what I mean? I really like the idea of like, it is kind of the central source of everything, but we still use Miro and we still use all of these other things. And I think that that's important too, is just like you finding other things that can complement your ClickUp instead of just having everything all there, you know? No, I would agree with that because I, I believe what's happened is that as business owners, we we are collectors of tools like that. Mm-hmm. that is. And I think it's that's a natural cycle, depending on where you are, until you find your suite of tools that are going to fit. So mm-hmm. there are things that make sense. Some, you know, folks use Airtable for certain mm-hmm. things, you know, because it's what they like. You know, this is what they're used to, uh, you know, and I'm uh, I don't know if you would if this is like a I guess a traditionalist, but I am a fundamental like project management tool traditionalist. Like I believe in it being used for like five things, (laughs) (laughs) which is you, which is really like your client work, you know, managing projects, you know, Mm -hmm. in those types of things. And I do believe that when it when it starts to stretch out into different arenas, I do believe what happens is there's a false sense of this is, you know, okay, I can use it for X. Right. Right. And I think that I've seen some really cool use cases for some things, but then I often think about longevity. Then I also think about growth and expansion. Mm -hmm. And then I think about like what, what would happen next. Right. Right. You know? And so for me, I like to, always talk about let's talk process first 
outside of what this the actual tool is and let's mm-hmm. talk about that and then go straight into what is the actual tool that can actually help support and leverage that you know right. what i'm saying like you know yeah. and so that I, I i think that's the that's where you know in terms of synergy of of where i i, I definitely get in terms of what you what you guys uh, talk about you know a lot which which is what i love I'm also, you know, wanting you guys to also dive into even uh, this aspect of, you know, best practices and steps for documentation that people want to know. Is it that you have to write paragraphs of text and that is in SOP? You know what I'm saying? Does it have to be eight pages? This is a question. I know people are out there thinking that you have mm-hmm. to have eight pages and that's your SOP. What are some best practices for that, for SOPs? I would love Shandy to answer this because she has put off SOPs. <laughs> I, I'm just going to call her out. There's like a one-week period. Oh, no. There's a one-week period where she was putting it off. And then she finally did it. And you came back to me, Shandy, and you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And I would love you to share. I was like, like three minutes. I think what's, you know, what clicks for me is I was doing the transcript for a video. I was about SOPs and you were talking about how it doesn't need to be paragraphs. It needs to read like a BuzzFeed article. And that like, once you said that, I was like, oh, I can totally do that. I'm sitting here thinking I have to write like this whole paragraph thing. And it has to be like super detailed and like (laughs) just intense when really like a couple bullet points is all that I needed. And so now what I do is I open it back up. You know, I try and do it every time. I won't lie. I do it. I don't do it every time, but I do try and open it like periodically and just look at it and be like, okay, what am I doing differently here? You know what I mean? And then the other, the other thing is too, is that like we, I have gotten better about like delegating SOPs as we are getting new people. And so we have a team team member, Melissa, she came on and we've started using this new program. And at first I would have gone in there and been like, okay, I'm going to write this SOP for you so that you know how to do it. Whereas she's the one that's learning the program. She's the one that kind of took that whole project. And so I actually was just like, Hey, can you do this? Like as you're learning it. And it actually made it so much easier because she was the one that had to explain it. She was the one that had to do it. So for her to write it in her own voice and for her to write it with answering her own questions that she would have had for me, I think that made a huge difference. Oh man, that's really, really good. No, I like that aspect. Um, This aspect, it's learning on the job. Mm -hmm. It's trying and tweaking right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's also this aspect of you're not going to get it right the first time, you know, and, you know, then a little transparency. You're like, I'm not really looking at it every time, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, but when I am noticing things, you, I am checking myself so that I know, you know, so I love that. Jen, um, you know, give me, give us your thoughts on this. The thought of reading an eight page (laughs) SOP makes my brain hurt. Um, so I, am the Buzzfeed article analogy is, um, you know, much more agreeable. So you just have to think of it as, you know, just writing, writing the steps, you know, we, we use the analogy a lot of like making coffee when we are describing simple tasks. So, okay. The task is making coffee. Here's how you make coffee. You go to the store, you buy coffee beans, and then you do this, and then you do that, and then you do this. And then if you need more, you go to this website, here's how you log in, and just all of the particulars, um, the way we can write them with screenshots. Do you know how many handwritten notes, you know, we've all had in those corporate jobs over the years or, oh my gosh, where there wasn't anything written down except for a sticky note with the password Mm -hmm. on it? And they're like, here, um, just go to this site and do the thing. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. And, you know, now we have these step-by-step, essentially the hand-holding analogy comes back in. And, you know, we saw it, um, Shandy actually transitioned, well, we transitioned a task from Shandy for our mm-hmm. weekly review post-production. So Layla and I were hosting these weekly reviews together, but then Shandy was still doing the post-production and she wasn't even there. <laughs> so it transitioned to, well, I'm already there. Why don't I do it? And it saved time. So I took the SOP that's that Shandy had written. That was like 95% of the way there tweaked one little thing that had changed internally with production 
updated the SOP and then we use that going forward and knowing that it is a living and you guys never did document. a training on that right um, like you just got you know, the like, SOP no I was just like no. here's the task cool yep see ya <laughs> yep bye good luck <laughs> see you soon <laughs> yeah yeah don't call me <laughs> that's really good but it works. And that just shows you that the, the systems that, you know, we have in place internally, and, and we just had that that instance here with the new um, UX launch, where, you know, we had all of these, um, you know, SOPs mostly in place. And it's like, oh, surprise, WordPress changed where that lives. So the SOP needs revised. And knowing, like I said, these are, they're evolving, they're growing, they're changing. And, you know, and I'm sure from you know, the, the sales team, you know, Facebook mm-hmm. groups are always changing things and Instagram is always changing things. And just all of those other outside factors that change, you know, we update them as they happen. We don't just, you know, go six years from now. Oh yeah, we don't do it that way anymore. Here's how you do it. Here's the sticky note with the instructions. No, no, I think that's, I think that's really good in this aspect. I love how you put it, how back in the day we did, we had so many post-it notes um, that, you know, and we had, but they they were the visual to whatever was we're writing down. Like step one was this or like, yeah. I mean, that's just like the perfect analogy. I love that aspect of it. Uh, I think what's really cool about, you know, this aspect of breaking down process, making it, normalizing it, having this a part of the discussion is that, you know, this is talking about like longevity. You know, this is really talking about, you know, uh, you know, building better business practices. Are you finding within your community group that people are are getting that those concepts or that they're having some breakthroughs within their own teams? Like what are some of the those conversations and feedback that you guys are getting? I mean, I would love to hear others chime in, but I will just say the the most surprising thing to me, having gone from where we were a few years ago to where we are today, is how broadly applicable these concepts are. Um, I, I've joked to the team, like, we're going to become the profit first of process. That was that was kind of a joke I've said, but it's also kind of not a joke in the sense that that kind of budget enveloping system was so simple, so easy to understand, so applicable to so many applications that all these different industries applied it and had a better understanding of at least getting started with budgeting. And if we can do that for process and giving somebody the baseline of figuring out how to start writing things down, uh, that it would make a difference for them. With the membership, because we've gone from serving, you know, four to six clients a month to serving four to 600 clients and then some, I think we might be over 600 now, um, that is a change. And, you know, there's always this fear for me as the entrepreneur that the course that I wrote that started off as something that we just used for those four to six clients, um, I always had this kind of fear in the back of my head that when we got to 600 or 500 or whatever number we're up to now, um, that it wouldn't work. You know, what if, what if what worked for this person doesn't work for that person or doesn't click for that person? And I think what we've found is even though, you know, it's not a one for one, everyone's business is different. Everyone's brain is different. Everyone's process is different. There's pieces that you can apply. And I think we see that with things like Jen mentioned of delegation, people hiring for the first time is a huge trend in the membership because they finally know what the heck they do. So they can finally write a job description to actually let people help them do what they do. Um, we also see people selling their business because of this, franchising their business, scaling their business, hiring a CEO so that they can retire. I mean, I feel like all those life transitions of going out of being the person who does everything, the person who is the machine, that transition is what I seem to see in all different life cycles and all different sizes and industries of businesses who are in membership. That's really good. Shandy? Um, yeah, I think the coolest part about all of our content is that it's kind of this this sort of vibe, I guess, where it's just like take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. You know what I mean? And so it's just kind That's of, good. you know, you may not agree with the, you know, point one and two, because let's say SOPs, you like doing SOPs and docs, you know, so like that works for you and your team. But like there might be something that we do inside the SOPs that really resonates with your team and that would really work really well. So like you're still getting something from the content, you know, I think oh, that's absolutely. Yeah, no, that's 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 really good. How about you, Jen? Well, and I, like I said before, you know, with the cheerleading, it's it's 
awesome to see, like Layla said, the growth of the members and they're, I'm finally ready to hire a VA because I know that I just spent 10 hours last week doing these six things that I never want to do again and having it written down so that you can, you know, farm those tasks out, you know, and kind of going back to the, the meeting conversation we were having earlier, that was one of the things that we would always talk about at one-to-one meetings. What are you doing that you like? What are you doing that you hate? Because we want you doing more of what you like and what you're good at and less of what you hate. And maybe you're not so good at it kind of fits into those icky guy, um, you know, find your passion, you know, your, your circle of, you know, perfection there for your, you know, like for how you operate. So, you know, we found different things that, you know, were kind of a stretch for me and then that were better for me. And then, you know, transitioning them out, you know, at one point I was in sales, which is not (laughs) my forte. Um, And I said, I need to be doing less of that, but I can coach you and make you feel good and pump you up. Like, I think it was probably a mastermind session, like two months ago, they were probably just ready to like duct tape me or mute me in person because I was just like spewing positivity. (laughs) And I'm the, I am the glass half full silver lining, all of that, which I think we need more of that in the world because, you know, things are crazy just in general. And, you know, giving people that sense of empowerment to say, I don't need to have a monopoly on this knowledge. And Shandy isn't going to steal Layla's business just because she knows how to do content production. And I think that speaks to Layla's confidence as an entrepreneur that, yes, she could and did all of those things. But look at Shandy killing it doing them. And now Layla can transition into higher level thinking. And um, the the team meeting we had back in October, when mm-hmm. was that? I don't know. But that was, you know, the one time we were encouraged to share ideas sort of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or at least give our opinions on ideas. But just feeling like we're part of something bigger and not just a cog in the machine. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's really good. And I, I do want to loop back into something about the the coaching piece and, and you know, and, and inspiring. But what, I want to know what for each of you, what is keeping you all motivated, you know, uh, to do this work? So what keeps you motivated, Jen? Just hearing that people are having success from, you know, their involvement with their interactions and, you know, it's, it's so random how the world puts you in different places. And I actually, uh, Layla doesn't know this yet, but I just got a LinkedIn message from some random guy in my hometown. Hey, Jen, I see you work for Process Driven. I'd love to collaborate. And I said, yeah, here's my email. Just go ahead and reach out. And <laughs> so, you know, having that, you know, broad reach and knowing that I'm part of something bigger has been really rewarding and knowing that people trust us to share that knowledge and information with them is, is really rewarding from that. Like I'm a, I'm an, in like a, a coach kind of binding. I don't know what my official, you know, personality <laughs> type is, but I'm definitely the, you can do it. We're great. You know, hold your hand. We're all in this together. Kind of trustful. <laughs> thing. Oh, I love that. That's really good. How about you, Shandy? Um, you know, I think honestly, just seeing that it works. And Jen and well, mostly Jen really kind of sees the front end stuff where she's interacting with the customers and you guys are in the Slack channel where it's like, I'm not really in there. So I don't really see the member growth or anything like that, but just seeing it from like my personal standpoint and seeing it behind the scenes, like as process driven as a team and seeing that, like what Layla does really works and it's awesome. And having applied it to, you know, other people that own businesses, I'm like, listen, this is what I've learned, like working with Layla. And like, this is what might work for you too. And like them seeing that, you know, happen in their business as well. um, It's just, it's really cool. And it works. And I think honestly, like that and like how audaciously ambitious Layla's, (laughs) Layla is with just like, she wants to be that person. You know, everybody calls her like the click up queen, which she hates, <laughs> but it's true, you know, like, and she's just so process driven and that's why it's like such a perfect setup. And it's just really, really cool to have seen it grow. I mean, when I came on a year ago, we had 
probably least at least 50% less, like maybe probably even more way. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's grown a lot more than then. Um, so yeah, just having seen it grown and just watch it from behind the scenes is just really, really cool. Oh, I love that. Just seeing it work. Mm-hmm. Well, Layla, Layla, what, what's, what's, what keeps you going? Man. You know, what keeps you with the, <laughs> yeah. I think for me, uh, right now, you know, it changes over time. I think for the longest time it was survival, which I'm sure you, many of you could appreciate, right? You're in that hustle mode. Right. Where we are at now, I, I, I'm a futurist. I think Jen talked about like personality t- t- types and stuff. So Cl- Clifton Strengths, futurist, like that's me. Um, and I think what I really like to see is things be realized. So it's, I know Shandy said, and we had some conversations around tone and different things earlier in this conversation. I love seeing process driven become its own thing. Like it is a thing. And each person who speaks about it, speaks in it, is in it, brings something different. Jen and I co-host an event for our members. What Jen brings to that event is so different than what I bring. And they're both so important. And I think for me, I mean, from the business brand becoming its own thing, but also the team members becoming their own thing. That's what I really like to see, that materialization of just this thought. So like, for example, Shandy, we talked about how she started as a VA. Jen also started in some ways as a VA and both of them kind of organically grew their role based on perceived strengths, conversations we had, complaints that they had where they said, Layla, you're screwing this up. We need to fix this. (laughs) And those conversations (laughs) resulted in them both doing wildly different things today. And I know both of them have so much more that they can do professionally and personally and so much more that they want to accomplish. And as we're doing more hiring, I think to me, that has been really surprisingly exciting. I'm surprised by how much that has just engrossed my intention of seeing how we can develop our people into being, I don't know, more fulfilled, more more happy, more balanced, and um, helping them chase their own pursuits, whether that includes process-driven or not. So Jen mentioned that half day where we spent like only thinking and only brainstorming for a whole half day. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I feel like I love And I love seeing what comes of that and how we as a team change because of that. And I view the team these days as my kind of main responsibility, because if I can get them set up, then I know they can get everyone else set up like chain. They're going to make like if Jen is happy, she's going to make our customers happy. If Jen's struggling, our customers are going to be struggling and extension to marketing. Same thing. Mm hmm. No, that's uh, that's fantastic. And you mentioned something that was that I was curious about, which is you know, this aspect of hiring and expansions, you're a futurist. So when did you know um, that, when do you know when you need to hire? Like, you know, so, you know, I, I see that you go out and find people and bring them in <laughs> to the fold, but when do you when know? When you do you to. know? Is it? <laughs> Jen, no. When Jen says, I hate, I hate this task, you should really find someone. No, I, I will admit it took, it took a, quite a bit of prodding from Jen at the beginning to say, Layla, we need, we need to grow this. I did not want to. We had the option early on to grow into an agency mm-hmm. or to grow into content. Like how did we want to scale? And I was so afraid of having a lot of humans to manage because I'm more introverted that I was like, oh, we're going to go the content route. But even that requires hiring. Um, it was very, very scary, and I put it off for way too long. But as soon as I did, I think that between the week that we hired our first employee, we had already hired three more in the next month. Um, and that's kind of been the flow. And not everyone stayed. Things have happened, you know, come and go. But I, that fear has been busted for me, and it is by far hiring employees specifically one of the best things I've ever done for this business and also for my peace of mind um, because what someone can bring as an employee is just so much – it's just – so much more supportive, I guess, than what you can get out of a contract relationship. And you need that if you're going to do these scary things, which if Jen hasn't alluded to this, like these past weeks have been a little scary here. We've done some big changes. And without the team, like I I would be in an insane asylum. (laughs) Like it wouldn't be happening. And, um, but the team has really helped with that. And I think the employee decision was critical. Oh man, that's really good. And I'm glad that you shared that because I know that there's many people that are thinking about that, you know, which route, you know, do I go and how do I go about it? So uh, it sounds like the message is really that you have to go for it. You got to believe in yourself. You got to go for it. Right. Um, Which I love. Now you're saying that there's some big, scary things that you guys are doing together. 
is there a sneak peek that we can maybe discuss about what one of the scary items are? <laughs> well, we 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 survived platform launch Mageddon. Okay. <laughs> okay, what did that involve? I. <laughs> I guess do I want, could give Do you want to give her the nitty gritties? We were changing our entire platform yeah. for all of our clients, which I think like a whole client wide, it was like almost 900 people. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, we needed to go live. Just, so we scheduled some emails to warn people like, hey, in 30 days, it'll go live. In 15 days, it'll go live. And we were scheduling those all out. And in one of our systems... Someone was going through, finished proofreading it, and went to schedule it to, for the time that it was supposed to have. And for some reason, the date didn't stick. And so the It's Live email went out that night at 11.30 p.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> rather than two weeks from then. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been a journey. We had a decision as to whether or not we were going to try to roll it back or just to go with it. We decided to just go with it. But we inherited and when she says we, she no. means her because <laughs> I was in bed completely it oblivious to what had happened. At this point throughout this this past week and a half. Um, and this has been the most chaotic time we have ever had in our business, I think, since its inception. Um, ever. Yeah. And ever. so that's been something that has been a whole new stress. And because of one silly typo that could have happened to absolutely anybody that, you know, is an abnormal event. Uh, we've had to really figure out, like, what does it mean to handle emergencies? What is prioritization? How do we balance routines with these kinds of, like, bugs, basically, bug fixing going on? Um, it has been interesting. Oh, I love that. Navigating the chaos mm -hmm. um, and doing that. So, mm -hmm. For someone out there that's thinking, uh, that's thinking, uh, okay, like I'm going through the same thing, or maybe you, they don't even handle that type of stress well. How are you, Layla, as a leader? Like, how do you set the tone for that? Like, Poorly. what do you, you know, are you waking up? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, don't let her, don't let her fool you. She made a really okay. tough decision at okay. midnight, her time of, okay, do we backpedal and say, oops, we messed up? Or do we say, hey, um, here's a sneak peek. You weren't supposed to see it for two weeks, but we're just going to roll with it. Right. And hope you don't mind being beta testers for like two weeks. <laughs> but but I think at the end of the day, it was the right decision because we either way mm -hmm. we had to say, you know what? We messed up. But showing it to them and pulling it back, I think would have been more detrimental than just saying, you know what, here it is. The old platform's still visible. Just, you know, you can pretend this didn't happen, but here it is. And, you know, just the camaraderie that we have within the team of <laughs> knowing that, you know, Layla can trust me and I can trust Alex and we divided and conquered the, um, the CX inbox yeah. and said, okay, I've got these and Alex has those and let's, you know, batten down the hatches and, you know, put another pot of coffee on and, and let's, let's do this. And I, I, I said, I don't know if it was in the team chat or if it was in Slack, but I wouldn't have wanted to go through a situation like that with any other team. And I've worked on lots of teams over the years. And um, one of one instance comes to mind where, you know, I worked in healthcare for a number of years and, you know, the system would go down and, you know, the, the upper level management would just run around screaming because the system is down, you know, the, the sky is falling, but they weren't actually doing anything to facilitate or help or, alleviate stress. They were just inciting riots within <laughs> the company. But, you know, we we were all equal players in the team. And that to me is invaluable, like as a human to know that, yes, Layla is the owner. She's my boss. But when push comes to shove, we are equals when it comes to, you know, rolling up the sleeves and doing what needs to get done. Yeah. And I, I think more businesses would be better for that type of um, interaction with their staff and, you know, the boss to employee kind of terminology 
always kind of is a little cringy, but you know, I, I always refer to my my team, my team at Process Driven, my team, not my boss Layla. It's my team at Process Driven, and I think that mutual respect goes a long way. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. I want to wrap up with this question, um, just for you know, in terms of trends or things that people that really need to be focused on um, just in terms of, you know, growing their business, you know, whether you are, you know, if you're five years in or, you know, if you are, you know, just kind of getting over the hump of maybe, you know, maybe you went through a difficult period. So when it's coming to things that you're seeing within business, what are some things that people need to be mindful of? What should people like, you know, in terms of things that you've learned, you guys have just kind of already alluded to, but even just from that, that you, from that business fundamentals perspective, like what would you share with folks? I think that um, honestly, it kind of goes back to like what Jen was saying is that keeping everyone in the loop and keeping everybody on the same page. I think that that to me is the biggest difference between working for process driven and working anywhere else. And that goes for transparency with pay to transparency to who's responsible for what, who answers to who, you know, and just knowing what you're responsible for and making sure that the people on your team also know that is so key. And I think that's why this works, honestly. Oh, that's good. Eliminating the gray yeah. areas. You know, there's there's not, you know, the who's mm-hmm. on first, what's on second. It doesn't happen. You know that, you know, Jen does this and she reports to Layla in, you know, in that, you know, traditional org chart scenario. But at the end of the day, we accept that ownership of those um, processes, like as our own, but we're empowered to do so. That yeah. is good. I would add that viewing business as more cumulative would be helpful to people. Um, I think that ties into both of what we've talked about here of, you know, Jen said no gray areas. Well, the reason you get rid of the gray areas is because you start writing things down and catch what you miss. And I think so often people are like, I want to set up ClickUp. I want to systemize my business as if it's like this switch you flip. And that's not at all what it is. Um, Like a coach, like the relationship between like our team here, this wasn't like, on right like it wasn't like jen started and it was like all right we're good now it's it's had to evolve and it still has a ways to go our systems evolved and they still have a way to go our platform has evolved and it still has a way to go i mean everything is this cumulative investment i think youtube and places like that you can see it so clearly you can see how the chart builds on itself but i think when it comes to the squishy stuff which is how your business actually operates so many people have no visual way to see how what they do could build on each other Rather than taking that sticky note, put it in an SOP that has one word. And then the next time, do two words. And all of a sudden, if you commit to being cumulative and building on your past successes or failures, um, all of a sudden, every minute you spend is an investment and not time just spent. Yeah, no, that's that's excellent. That Those are some really great points. And uh we are wrapping up, ladies and gentlemen. I know, I know. We could, we could process driven, and we we could just go, but we're not. We're not. We will have to do a part <laughs> two some other time. Um, but I just want to say thank you, um, thank you so much for being on uh, the podcast. This has been such a, a great discussion, and I just can't wait. I can't wait just to see what you guys are going to be doing in the future. I'll be right there in the group on the emails. Um, <laughs> keeping up with you guys. And so where um, can people find out more about Process Driven, how to, um, you know, support you guys and also join your community as well? Well, I feel like I should pass to the team in honor of the title of this episode. (laughs) Shannon, could you say how people can find us and Jen, how people can join us? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you can go to processdriven.co. That's our website. You can find, we have um, like free so much free content on there free blogs we have you know links to different videos you can find us on youtube uh at process driven and then also in the facebook group awesome very very good 
Yep. And then we have, we have the, the, the membership, we have the process driven membership, which we have a quarterly and an annual membership, um, that, you know, we give you the tools to learn how to document all of the processes and build that within, you know, your ClickUp to, you know, be more effective at running your business. And then we also have, I call it the, the mini course, um, how to click up that is great to teach, your um, your staff how to use ClickUp because nothing is worse than you know the boss saying we're going to use ClickUp <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing and figure it out so and and we've all been in those nightmare scenarios where the leader just says okay we're going to use this new program it's probably terrible but I don't know how to use it either so good luck but you know using the how to ClickUp course gives them an overview of how to navigate, how to do this, how to do that, and, and get a basic understanding under the belt so that they can be more successful in whatever is being built in the and platform. And my plug, for them since this is a future. team episode, is if you want to join our team, go to processdriven.co slash about <laughs> because we're hiring. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And yes, you can see all the cute on the animals on our team this as well. This is important information for your <laughs> listeners. I know. I saw that too when I was scrolling down. I said, oh my gosh. I said, I wonder what this one does. You know, it all started, the questions started going. I love that. Thank you all so much, Jen, Shandy, Layla. This has been a fantastic conversation. We're going to have all this information in the show notes. Thank you all for listening to Conversations with Ask Ash, and we will be back for another dynamic episode. You guys take care. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.